It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. You're hearing it more and more. My name is Jake Scheidel, and each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing great. Um, dun, 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 dun. Football night in America. Football afternoon in America, baby. The Detroit Lions are playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They ended their 30-year playoff win drought, and uh, now they're they're coming to hopefully win the whole damn thing. So uh, I'm I'm excited, and uh, we'll definitely definitely not nervous at all. Surprisingly, not nervous. They've already beaten Tampa once this year, uh, which will make it hurt a lot if they lose this game. But I'm not thinking about it that way right now. You said they're going to win the whole damn thing. I'm going to say, I I hear you, and I'm going to raise you. They're going to win the whole Dan thing. Dan Campbell. Dan the the man Campbell. Yeah. Move over, Becky Lynch. Dan Campbell's the man now. Because the Royal Rumble's coming up, you know? So we got to mention think, that, too. I think that Dan Campbell is going to win the Royal Rumble. Imagine. That would be such a good entrant. Honestly, you could put him <laughs> like out Shaq there. Did it. Well, yeah, they're, they're, like Dan Campbell is also like 6'7", like 260 pounds, and he's he's in good shape. So, like, honestly, he could do it. Well, imagine Dan Campbell coming out to Becky Lynch's theme, and it just still says the man and all that. Yeah. Uh, but but then it's Dan the man. Dan Campbell's Campbell. nickname that we all know, Dan the man. Everyone calls him that. Yeah, is, is that what people call him? <laughs> yeah, I I was just I wasn't uh, correcting you. I was just uh, bringing it up in case people didn't know. Yeah, Dan the man Campbell, the Becky Lynch of football. Um, we love him, and we can't wait to see him go on a winning streak until the superb owl, as I like to call yeah. it. Oh, so funny. Someone playing hand egg. <laughs> is there a sports ball happening? Yeah, uh, there is a sports th- ball happening. Yeah, you could say there's a sports ball happening, and we love the game of sports ball, but it's not the game we're here to talk about today. That game is instead Survivor Thomas. Did you watch Survivor China last night? I I certainly did. And the week's episode, this week's episode, I should say, was called Love is in the Air. How did you feel about that? Uh, I thought it was pretty good, and I also uh, had a feeling that there would be potential future implications, because showmances, these things never work, you know? Oh, have you ever heard of a Robin Andra? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode first aired October 18th, 2007. How old would you have been? Uh, 16 years old. 16, feeling fresh. Don't know what that means. Don't follow up. Uh, what was the number one movie of this weekend? Remember, we're getting near Halloween. Last week it was uh, it was the that rock movie that I didn't remember. Correct. Oh right, uh, the one that's not the Tooth Fairy, but something similar. Yeah, and he's it's a football like the, player. It's also not the Rundown. That's definitely that's the Sean Williams. It's Scott not the Rundown. One. Uh, but it's got like a very generic title like that. The um, Babysitter, maybe. No, I don't think that's what it is either. The pacifier? No, that's the Vin Diesel one. God damn. Well, that, uh, Tom, I believe Thomas Lennon wrote that. It's a different movie. It's a much scarier movie, and it's produced by what I would assume is 
a high-ranking director for you. Okay. Um, is it Drag Me From to Hell? The, it's not Drag Me to Hell, but the same producer, I assume. Huh. I, who, um, off the top of your head, do you remember who the producer was on Drag Me to Hell? Or at least the director? Well, I know Sam Raimi was the director. Mm-hmm. So Sam Raimi produced this one, but he did not direct it. Hmm. Has a it's, a scary, it's a scary movie. It's a scary movie. It's four words long. The first word is a number. And the last word is the scariest part of the 24 hours. I, I have no memory of this movie. You're just going to have to tell me. It's called 30 Days of Night. Oh, my God. I forgot about it. That's a vampire movie, is it not? Uh, uh, probably it's directed by David Slade, not David Spade, different guys starring Josh Hartnett, Melissa George and Danny Houston. You you remember all them? Yeah, I do remember all of them. Uh, Danny Houston is in the movie, the proposition, which is a a favorite of mine. Hmm. Over on Zon, who we, uh, see that everybody is chilling now that Dave is gone. I love when this happens. Yeah, they finally got rid of the person they don't like. Everybody is fucking chilling to the max. You love to see it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Frosty is upset that Fei Long is looking like the stronger tribe. More like Fei Strong. Good one. Eric and Jamie flirt, and Eric calls it biblical because it's a man and a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) accurate. I'm always saying that every time I flirt. Are you feeling this? This is like biblical right now. You this know, is like, like Adam biblical and Eve. what's happening right now. We're like Adam and Eve. <laughs> that line Always doesn't work. I don't know why. Line. I'm going to keep doing it, though. I think that they just don't get it. So if I do it more, people will maybe understand. Yeah. Well, it's really funny. And like, if they don't get it, that's on them. Yeah. Because it's a really good bit. Hey, I'm, you might as well call me Adam. If, or I could call you Eve. <laughs> oh, your name is Adam? Where are you going? No. <laughs> my Uber's actually here um, then Eric reveals that he's a virgin which makes Jamie trust him even more that's right uh, we love a good Christian boy um, how do you feel that about this a, show you know what, I gotta tell you with him I, I did like that he was like I did say once that I wasn't ready but actually I just don't think I was that interested and I was like good for you man <laughs> but also yeah. like Take it on a big risk admitting that. So props to him. Yeah, it worked out. Uh, yeah, what are they going to do? Make a movie about him starring Steve Carell and others? Yeah, it's you don't you don't want to uh, you know go Steve Carell mode and have it not work out. Um, going Steve Carell mode. What are we talking about? The Office? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Um. Do you like this show, Matt? Do you see them getting together and it working? Uh, it seemed... Um, I think that neither of them were that interesting, and so together it was like, yeah, sure. I was like, yeah, yeah. This seem, they seem like they like each other. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, too. Like, they're they're not hurting anybody. Let them live. Uh, over on Face Strong, as we're calling them now, Denise is working hard, which um, it turns James on. What did you think of this? He said if they were closer in age, they'd be in trouble. Oh, I was very into this. 
This you were into this showman's. Yes, absolutely. I I, right. I wish that they were. Uh, I wish that she was ten years younger, so I could see how it would have gone. Because it was. I I just I I was very I, I wouldn't have expected it. I think that's what it was. I was like, oh okay, like this is, you know, like I I get it in context, but I wouldn't have predicted it. I I hear you. Uh, I support it. They uh, then see a boat arriving at camp to deliver them a message. As it approaches, uh, Todd says, Ni hao, and then Amanda says, hello, in a seemingly unintentional Chinese accent. I thought that was funny. Catch that? I, I didn't really. Um, but it's yeah, not sure. Worth it. It, was, it was funny in the moment, uh, but now we're, we're, we're not going to dwell on episode. it. Nah. I mean, we not gonna, we're not going to have a whole segment on that. Oh, yeah, we should do a segment called Unintentionally Racist, and we can play that song <laughs> by LL Cool J and Brad Paisley yeah, or whoever actually, it was. Yeah. What was it? There is a line in that that was like, if you don't talk about my gold chains, I won't talk about the, like, iron chains or whatever. <laughs> it was really, oh, like, boy. one of the most, like, dude, LL, how much did you get paid for this? Like, what were you oh, doing? I hope a lot. Okay, to the man that waited on me at the Starbucks down on Maine. This was 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Oh, yeah, all I meant was that I was a Skinnerd fan, as I believe what he says. I hope that you understand when I put on that T-shirt, the only thing I meant to say was that I'm a Skinnerd fan. The red flag on my chest somehow is like the elephant in the corner of the South. And I just walked him right in the room, just a proud rebel son with an old can of worms, looking like I got a lot to learn. But my point of view, I'm okay. I'm just a white man coming to you from the Southland, trying to understand what it's like to not to be. Uh, I'm proud of where I'm from, but not everything we've done. Okay, Brad, I I see that. Uh, And it ain't like you and me can rewrite history. Okay. Uh, our generation didn't start this nation. We're still picking up the pieces, walking on the eggshells, fighting over yesterday, and caught between Southern pride and Southern blame. Oh my God, I hate when so I'm caught long. between Southern pride and Southern blame. Okay, here we go. I think this is LL Cool J's verse. Dear Mr. White Man, I wish you'd understand what the world is really like when you're living in the hood. Just because my pants are sagging doesn't mean I'm up to no good. You should try to get to know me. I really wish you would. Now, my chains are gold, but I'm still misunderstood. I wasn't there when Sherman's march turned the South into firewood. I love I want- that you have to be like, sorry about that. Like, no, I will not apologize <laughs> for Sherman's march. Like, you do not have to do that. I want you to get paid, but be a slave I never could. Feels Feel like a newfangled Django dodging invisible white hoods. So when I n- see that white cowboy hat, I'm thinking it's not all good. I guess we're both guilty of judging the cover, not the book. I'd love yeah, to this buy is, you a beer. This is the, the issue here. You know, I think that every, you know, there's blame to go around on both sides. I think that we can all agree with Dude, what the fuck was... <laughs> the funniest thing about this is you can imagine both of them being like, I think we did something really good here. I think this is going to oh be... God. This is really going to help uh, everybody out, I think. I think this is really going to bring everyone together. I, I'm not going to read this next part because... Um, no, please. I need to get- know if I remembered that line or if I forgot. I need to know. 
Well, this is this part is when they go back and forth. Let me let me wet my whistle here quick. Oh my god. I'm just a white man. If you don't judge my do-rag, coming to you from the Southland, I won't judge your red flag. Trying to understand what what it's like not to be. I'm proud of where I'm from. If you don't judge my gold chains, but not everything we've done, I'll forget the iron chains. That's what it was. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, my God. All right. I think we if can stop don't there. judge my gold chains. Yeah. It ain't like you and me can rewrite history. Can't write, rewrite history, baby. Oh, they say Mason Dixon needs some fixing. Um, uh, they mention Robert E. Lee. R.I.P. Robert E. Lee, but I've got to thank Abraham Lincoln for freeing me. Know what I mean? Oh, my God. That's worse. That's a worse. I'm sorry. That's a worse line. (laughs) So do you want to do the accidental racist segment or no? No, I I think I think we're good here. Uh, The message tells them that they are trading two members of their tribe. I like that Faye Strong immediately was like, oh, this is a trade. But then Zhang yeah. Hu was like, oh, we're going to just get two of their people. I how nice. D- it was so funny watching that. It was like, how dumb are you guys? Like, obviously, they're not doing that. <laughs> I was a little stoned while watching this. Big surprise. Uh, and I did not understand Frosty's math when they got to there. I was like, how are they trading two members and they're going to have two more people on their tribe? This doesn't make any sense. What am I missing? Oh, Frosty was just wrong. He was doing yeah. the math wrong <laughs> but it, th- it really threw me i was like what did i miss here um okay so <laughs> frosty and sharia get on the boat to head to fei long um i like that while they should all be getting their stuff together james is just sitting with courtney at the bottom of this hill uh and making fun of jean robert <laughs> it's like a hundred percent i would be doing the same thing <laughs> Like you have five minutes. All right. Well, I'm going to use four and a half of them to make fun of this oaf. Yep. Yeah. That's I, they. They have their priorities right. Uh, over on Fei Long, Jean Robert wants to talk about their plan for when the new people get here. And can you believe it doesn't go well? Over on Zan Hu, they get food when James and Aaron join them. James offers to help around camp, however needed, and Aaron is also polite to everybody. They're just in a bad position, I think, you know? Yeah. I like I liked this them getting to choose who to trade. Uh but it just doesn't seem fair to the people who were traded. Yeah, I mean and well it's one thing, like they got James because he was gonna be obviously like a challenge beast. And uh they picked Aaron specifically so they could vote him out. And it's like that's that's not fun for yeah, him. That's not fun. And you would think the way that you get around it is, you know, you just like because Aaron's pretty good in challenges, you know, you just win the challenge. But uh unfortunately. <sighs> yeah. Uh so over on Face Strong, they are ready to make bonds Todd, I should I should say. Uh they eat their meal. What is, oh, feast. I forgot the word feast. That's embarrassing. Good thing I'm not playing Wordle. Frosty is feeling out of his comfort zone in a really cool talking head shout where he's sitting at the end of a docked canoe. Did you see this one? I did. I thought it was pretty cool. Cool shot. I love when they do cool shots on my favorite television show, Survivor. Uh, Over on uh, the same tribe, Jean Robert wakes up early to make breakfast. Frosty is happy to hear everybody making fun of Jean Robert as soon as they wake up. I also <laughs> like the, yeah, 
Yeah, well, yeah, he's like, well, that's that's good news for me because yeah. it means that there's somebody else that we can target on this this tribe. But I, I just wanted to say, I also think it's really funny that Jean Robert is incapable of even like doing a nice thing without yeah <laughs> immediately fucking it up. Uh, yeah, wait till you see how the poll uh, that we took from last week that we did for last week about Jean Robert. Uh, people have some takes. Um, I think when it comes to Jean Robert and people like him, I do think every tribe on every season should have one dude that just sucks. Yeah, I agree. I think having a guy, a, a, vil, a tribe villain is always good. Yeah, just like straight up, we don't like this person, uh, but they bring a lot to the table because they are strong or they know Chinese or the way they snore is funny. And or they like have uh, superhuman poker uh, people reading skills. Right, or that, which is very helpful. Like Boston Rob and his wife, Andra. Um, <laughs> yeah, by Boston Rob and Andra. <laughs> I like Andra sounds like somebody trying to... I don't know, if there was like a, a season where Sandra's uh, social game backfired or something, it'd be like, well, they should call her Andra, because there's no S for social in that. Yeah, they should do that. Or it sounds like Sandra saying her own name in the season of The Traitors when she has the world's biggest braces. Bless you. Yeah, Sandra with her headgear. I was sneezing because I'm allergic to braces. Over on Zon, who Aaron in the lake says, I couldn't think of a better way to spend a summer. I like this. It very much felt like he was like kidding on the square. Yes. We, like, we love kidding on the square, don't we, folks? It's good. Um, I like, I liked that because it's like, I can tell you're like the, but from your cadence, this is a joke, but also it felt genuine and I liked that. Good season. Good job, Jeff. You did good for this one. Aaron targets James because what if the merge comes next and he wins all the immunities? Good point. Always something to be concerned about. Then PG approaches Jamie about throwing the next two immunity challenge. <sighs> This is um, stupid, I think. Always. I agree. I hate when they throw challenges. Call me Russell Hans. You know, Russell Hans got really mad when somebody threw a challenge and threatened to sue. Oh, that's I didn't know. Was that his first season? Uh, I think it was on Heroes after Heroes versus Villains, or maybe his third season. But maybe I just didn't remember. Maybe it was Heroes versus Villains, and I just don't remember it. But I feel like I would have. I think it, it it didn't happen on the show. I think it was like after the show aired, he was like, you can't do that. It says you in the rule book. You can't do that. <laughs> Going Tim Robinson mode. <laughs> uh, at the immunity challenge, uh, Jeff asks Todd a question, and he gives a very diplomatic about the answer about the new tribe members. Um, this is good. They uh, then find Zodiac discs in an underwater cage and have to attach them to a yes, puzzle the board. the Dharma Initiative discs, as I texted you. Yes, I, I appreciated that text. Um, I did seriously consider bringing back a Zodiac quiz because of this challenge. <laughs> yeah, they gave us the opening for it. But I figured people have had enough Zodiac quizzes in the last no, six months. Wrong. Maybe that'll be what our poll is about. Yes, good point. Uh, Jamie throws one of the Zodiac pieces away, so Face Strong wins. I think, like, their name is Face Strong. They were going to win either way. 
even if Jamie hadn't thrown the challenge. Yeah, because of the because of nominative determinism. Exactly. Over on Zanhu, James is irritated that they lost the challenge. Uh, PG and Jamie tell Eric that they threw the challenge. <laughs> I like PG, but this is a bad plan. I don't like this. I don't like when players do this, and I don't think they're cute or clever, and I wish they would stop. That's my take. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that one. Eric wants to keep trusting Jamie, naturally. Uh, James tells PG that Aaron deserves to be here. Good guy, James. That's right. We like, we like James, James around these parts. Like James. Yeah. Uh, at Tribal Council, Jeff asks what the plan was with the trade. Jeff asks Jamie why she threw the challenge, and she admits it. Oh, my God, she admitted Jeff was it. pissed. Of course he was, as he should be. Remember when Jeff used to get pissed? It was great. It was he was pissed and he knew exactly what was going on. Like he wanted to make them confess. Yeah. I wonder if this is why um they never did uh tribe swap like this again. Like, oh, we didn't yeah. think this through. Jeff was not having it. So Aaron gets voted out as we all expected, three to one to one over James and PG. Um sad to see. But at this point, I'm going to be sad no matter who goes home, even Jean Robert. I hate Jean Robert, obviously, but I think it's very fun to watch him and make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. I guess I could just watch Poker World Championship or whatever. Maybe he's, like, really good there, though. Maybe he's, like, a fish in water, and here he's a fish out of water. Yes, which is ironic, because there's actually water on Survivor, and as we all know, water represents your life. Uh, The second episode this week was called That's Love, Baby. It Makes You Strong. Another love episode title. I think it's fun to say it like that's love, like that's life. Like like the Frank Sinatra song. Oh, I thought you were going to reference the what's love got to do. What song is that? (laughs) What's life got to do with it by Tina Turner. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. Uh, this episode first aired October 25th, 2007. Had you aged since last week, Thomas? No, still 16. Uh, me too. What was the number one movie this week, the weekend before Halloween? I'll give you a hint. You may have seen a previous installment or three of this series. I might have seen a previous installment or three. So this is, this is a fourth movie? Correct. Was it Scary Movie 4? No, you may have seen this movie. Tell uh-huh. us, do you know what a thesaurus is? <laughs> or a synonym. A thesaurus is like a dictionary for synonyms. So Interesting. Let, I'll give you another hint, knowing that is in your brain now. You may have seen one of these four movies. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how else to give you a hint. <laughs> Just make a guess. The movie is. It's called Saw 4. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that one was going to be easy. <laughs> okay, so over on who PG feels confident about throwing the challenge. Not smart. Don't, don't be saying that word. On the show Survivor. Uh, James continues working despite knowing he's next. We love James. Good guy, James. Over on Face Strong, Jean Robert snores. 
Todd tells Amanda about the idol clues. Um, I don't think there's anything worth talking about here. Let's get into this reward challenge. That was so fun. Uh, run around abandoned village for crossword puzzle beams and solve the crossword puzzle. Winners get tea and a Charmin toilet paper roll. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, I wish. Do I wish that the ass wiping bears were there? Yes, but unfortunately. Oh my god. We were just talking about um, another mascot simulated season. We gotta get the Charmin ass wiping bears in there. We just said every season needs a villain. Yeah, you got them right there. <laughs> Can't trust those bears. Uh, Face Strong wins. They kidnap James. It's a family reunion. Everybody's so happy. At the reward, they go to the Charmin Tea House. Did you know Charmin has its own tea house? I, I did not, but it's good to know. Yeah. Finally, the Charmin Authority is back in charge. Uh, they have a nice time. Jean Robert creeps on Courtney and Amanda. Um, what a surprise. James showers and everybody fawns over him. See, this is fine. We can fawn over James, but not Courtney and Amanda. What's the deal, huh? Sexism? Yeah. Come on. Oh, because Jean Robert's leering in a creepy way and we're just celebrating James's body. Supposedly, that's different. Okay. Yeah, this is. You know, people need to examine their prejudices, I think, mm -hmm. is what I'm getting out of this. Yes, that's what I'm getting from Jean Robert also. Uh, XYZ, Jean... examine your zipper, America. What's the zipper in this situation? <laughs> their uh, prejudices. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your barn door is open, America. <laughs> There's a lot of racism coming out of it. Over on Zon, who they're second-guessing their decision to throw challenges. Duh. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, at the reward challenge. Do you agree that... Uh, not the challenge. Whatever. Shut up. Uh, do you agree that Fei Long is the more fun tribe? Fei Long, yeah. more like fun, fun strong. Fun Fei Long versus... Uh, yeah, or do we go Fei Strong or fun Fei Long? What do we think? I think, I think fun strong. Fun strong, yeah. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure Merge is literally the next episode, so I'm glad we finally came up with a good nickname for this tribe. Uh, but I think fun strong fits, because they're fun and strong. Just they like are my fun favorite and strong. People. Uh, Todd tells James to give him the clue to the idol, and then he says in a talking head that he's the only one playing the game. Do you agree with Todd's assessment here? Um, I don't, but he is playing harder than a lot of people, I think. Kind of like D in Survivor Feedy 5. Would agree? Yes. Yeah, why are we not seeing more of Todd's feet? That's what I want to know. Where That's are how you Todd's know that feet? he's doing it. Uh, but Putting up a wanted poster <laughs> for Todd's feet. <laughs> Back on the fun, strong tribe, Todd figures out where the idol is, and he and Amanda try to get it down. But Frosty joins them in their mission, and Todd says, we have to trust him. We don't have a choice. <laughs> what a great introduction to an alliance. We have to trust him. We have to trust him. Uh, Todd wants James to play the idol and vote out Jamie. This would be smart. 
if this worked. Uh, then James slaps Todd's arm and almost knocks him over and says, that's love, that's what makes you strong, which is the episode title. Good episode title. Did we say that before? Uh, no, but we're saying it now. That's right. At the mini challenge, they have to eat traditional Chinese dishes. Uh, they stopped doing eating challenges because it was um, rude to local customs. And I understand that. But they still had to eat gross shit, in my opinion. Uh, Chicken Hearts, Frosty beats PG, Eel, Jamie beats Courtney, Baby Turtles, Eric beats Amanda, Chicken Fetuses, James beats Denise. And then there was a thousand-year-old egg. How? I love eating a thousand-year-old egg. It was in the fridge for a thousand years? I doubt it. Most fridges don't even last They found that a long. ruin in, in the back of the fridge. There was like a bunch of like unused condiments that had gone bad, and then there's one egg in the back. <laughs> uh, Eric, flat beer. <laughs> Eric beats Frosty and wins immunity for the boring tribe. Back on the fun strong tribe, Denise feels bad for losing. Amanda, Todd, Courtney, and Denise get on the same page to vote out Sharia. But Courtney actually wants to take out Sean Robert. Amanda still wants to take out Frosty or Sharia. And then Sean Robert gets an uneasy feeling because he's so good at reading people, remember? It's true. He, he, his poker uh, senses kicked in. P-p-p-poker face, p-p-poker face. Remember? From the late yes. 2000s, like this show? From Jean Robert when he said that. He did say that. He said, you can't read my p-p-poker face. And then Lady Gaga was watching this. Lady Gaga was the original Sia, and she said, oh, that's a good idea for a song. Speaking of good ideas, do you want to talk about these wildlife shots? Uh, Yes, I would love to. I think that would be a great idea. So we got on the traders, we got two wildlife shots, which is two more than we got on Survivor. We got the eagle, some sort of eagle, I don't know. And we got horses, obviously great. And then on Survivor, we got the mandarin ducks. Uh, these are very closely related to the North American wood ducks. Do you know the wood ducks of America? I do know the wood ducks of America. They're like, they're like uh, would you say this is an accurate representation of them? They're like regular ducks, but prettier. Yeah, there um isn't there one uh the the duck in question that you're talking about, isn't there one in Central Park that people love? I wouldn't be surprised. Um the uh oh yeah, let's let's um ask this question first then. Where can they be found? Uh Central Park. Um no. You're probably that's probably a wood duck. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the North American wood duck. Uh, these ones are um, these are these are the Mandarin ducks. So do you want to take a second? Yeah, I think there's a. Ma- I do think that there is a Mandarin duck in Central Park that people is like a an animal that people like to see there. Kind of like kind of like Flacco the owl. Who's that? You don't know about Flacco the owl? No. Where's he from? He was in the Central Park Zoo and he escaped and they couldn't get him back. And then they were they were worried because they didn't think he was going to be able to live in the wild. But then he was able to kind of hunt for himself. So they were like, "Okay, we'll just let him live. And now he spies on people in their windows sometimes. Cool guy. Um, Yeah, we love Flacco the Owl here. He is one of our greatest one of the greatest citizens of the United States. 
There is a Mandarin duck in Central Park. Uh, oh, he's... Hmm, interesting. Well, I guess I got that question right. Okay, good job. Um, he's also known as Mandarin Patinkin and Hot Duck. Yes, I remember Hot Duck being one of the one of the names for it. Do you agree or disagree that the internet was a mistake? No. <laughs> How would I know about Flacco the Owl otherwise? Good point. Um, have you heard about the rat hole here in Chicago, Illinois? No, what's up with the rat hole? Somebody on TikTok found a rat hole. It's like a hole that looks like a rat um, from whenever they laid the cement decades ago. And so it got really virally popular on the internet, and now everybody's gone to visit... Uh, the rat hole. It's just a hole in the dirt, not dirt, in the cement that looks like a rat. <laughs> yeah, I, and I get like, it. Oh, go check out get, the rat hole. You got to check out the rat hole. Where Apparently, is where in Chicago is the rat hole? I want to say it's in Lakeview, which have is a neighborhood I used to Have you been to the rat hole? I have probably passed it without noticing because it has been there for apparently 17 years. But you haven't you haven't observed or appreciated the rat hole. I have not, and I rarely go to that neighborhood. So maybe next time I'm in that neighborhood, I'll check it out. But uh, make a, a pilgrimage. To the I'm rat not going to make a pilgrimage to Lakeview. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I guess you're not a true Chicagoan then. <laughs> you're right. It's just like, apparently uh, they filled it. Somebody filled it at some point, and then some other people, uh, people dug it back pissed. out. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we love the Free rat the hole. Rat hole. Um, the take now is, uh, this is a real, real people live in this neighborhood, so please stop coming here um, and let the rat hole be, which is a very Chicago take. Just, Live and let live. Um, I did find a list of individual birds. Okay. Uh, um, while looking up the Chicago Mandarin duck. Um, well, well, there is no Chicago Mandarin duck. What are you talking about? The Central Park Mandarin duck. Did I say Chicago? Yes, you did. There isn't a Chicago Whatever. Mandarin duck yet. Maybe there's a hole that they haven't found that looks like a Mandarin duck. Yeah. Uh, that would be funny. Um, the uh, Mandarin duck is actually found in the East Palearctic region of the world. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't, but I do now. Mm -hmm. How long are they? I'm going to say two feet. No, that's too long. One foot. Mm, you should have stuck with it and tried a little bit harder, actually. Two and a half feet. 16 to 19 inches. I'll give it to you. Uh, what's their wingspan? Uh, their wingspan is probably like five feet. That's ridiculous. Uh, try like half as hard. <laughs> Two and a half feet. So uh, 26 to 30 inches. It's, yeah, close <laughs> enough. Uh, are these shy or outgoing birds? I think they're probably very outgoing. They are, in fact, shy, but may become more bold with more interactions with humans. Uh, what does each parent do for the offspring? For their offspring, not the band. They're unaffiliated with the band. What do they do for the band, the offspring? Um, How do you think that one got to Central Park? Yeah, they're in a crazy taxi. <laughs> uh, I Do they both care for the young? 
Yeah, they're good parents. Uh, the dad will guard the eggs, and the mom will coax the hatchlings out of the nest and lead them to water once they're old enough. Uh, what do these birds eat? Uh, they're probably eating uh, bugs, I would think. Okay. What else? Maybe like invertebrates, fish, small mm-hmm. fish. Yep. Uh, two more things on this list of five. Uh, do they eat plants? They do. And what's a baby plant called? I uh, guess what's seeds. a fetus. Do they eat, yeah, seed, yeah. do they eat seeds as well? Plants, seeds, snails, insects, and small fish. Uh, what preys on them? Uh, probably cats. Yep. What else? Maybe like coyotes. I don't know. Yeah, dogs. Close enough. Dogs. Raccoon yeah. dogs. It says. I don't know what that is, but it sounds weird. Um. We also have mink, otters, Eurasian eagle owls. I didn't even know they could do that. They combined the eagle and the owl. That's uh, pretty gl- sick, actually. Grass snakes. And take a wild guess what their number one predator is. Is it humans? It is, in fact, the logging industry. No. What a surprise. Why do you think that one moved to Central Park? Protected land. Where do you think they rank on the IUCN red list? I'm going to say least concern. You would be correct. They're living all over the world. Uh, Okay, so let's talk about this final travel council of the week. Uh, Jean Robert says he's a changed man. He's doing chores now. Bullshit. This was his plan from the start. He told us. Vote him out. Get him out of there. Who was it? There was some season. um, Maybe it was one of the Blood versus Water seasons where somebody yelled at the other tribe, like, get his ass out. Oh, it was, um, I think it was Natalie talking about John Rocker, right? In that yes, season? yes, it was. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Sharia calls him out and tells him that nobody likes him. I appreciated that. Then he calls himself a bad boy. Agree or disagree? <laughs> he is definitely the bad, he's not wrong. He is the bad boy of this season. <laughs> he is the bad boy of this season, that's true. Uh, and then Courtney absolutely buries him. Uh, I loved this. Courtney continues to be my favorite contestant. Um, Yeah, big Courtney fans over here. I know I always talk about how much I loved Michaela from Millennials vs. Gen X, but honestly, I think she might be number two after Courtney. Courtney's so much fun. Courtney's great. Uh, We we love Courtney here. Courtney, Sugar, Michaela. Maybe I have a type. (laughs) It's people who are too smart for this game and over it. Um... Todd is offended that Courtney feels on the outs. Uh, this was nice. We love the Todd and Courtney relationship. Uh, Jean Robert gets two votes. Cherie gets four votes. What a surprise. What do you think of this? I was hoping it would be Jean Robert, but uh, I do like that um, Jamie had like the whole thing about I'm not actually, I'm good at playing dumb. I'm actually super smart. Also, I have this very real idol, so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm excited for the merge next episode. Who are you liking so far? We're halfway through the season. You have successfully remained unspoiled. I'm taking it. Yes. I, I don't know who wins the season. Um, as of right now, I like frosty. I like James. I like Courtney. Um, I, I like PG. Um, 
And uh, James, did you say James already? I said James. Yeah, Denise. I like Denise fine. I, she, I feel like she's not in it that much. Yeah, I, I that's fair. Um, Eric. Yeah, I can barely remember his name. Is probably not I a really great. I don't dislike anybody except for uh, except for Jean Robert at this point. Do you think Jean Robert has any chance to win? No, he has absolutely no chance to win. Um, okay, let's... he is the Brunkle Bruce of this season. Ooh, okay, Thomas, that's a wild take, uh, but I kind of see where you're coming from. <laughs> Brunko Bruce was at least kind of funny. I guess Sean Robert is kind of funny. Um, they just are both guys that like hung around for a while despite irritating everybody. Brunko Bruce was not like creeping on the women though. The way no, Sean no, Robert he was is. not. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's a one to one comparison, but I think that everyone was fed up with them very early in the game. Yeah, Let's yeah, yeah. talk. Traders. Let's go to Trader Joe. All that bad shit you eating is gonna take a toll. They got some healthy food for you and it's for the low. I like the girl. Thomas, you saw the traders? No. Thomas is not four episodes behind? Two ep- three episodes behind on the traders? Three episodes behind. It's so good. It's so We're good. We're gonna do. Jake and I talked about this. We're gonna do. When I catch up, we are gonna do a, a Trader Talk catch up segment. We gotta, we gotta find a T word that fits there. Yeah, talking traders. That yeah, that's already the segment name. Talking traders. Our trader tea, trader tea leaves. Like we're predicting what's going to happen in the future. Yes, I guess. Sure. Okay. Well. Okay. Let's do some trader tea leaves right now, since I do know your future and watching the traders. What do you know so far of the traders? Very, I don't know who the. Uh, all I know is that. Um, it's the housewives lady and uh, was the guy from Big Brother the guy yes. that was Phaedra I know, and, and Dan they, are the first two traders. I, they had to pick another trader. I don't know who they picked, and they okay. have to uh, get Let's rid of someone. There. And I don't know who they got rid of. Who do you think they're going to pick as the third trader? Because this is information I think they are I going to. Now. I think they are going to pick Sandra as the third trader. Okay, I won't spoil it. Uh, who do you think they will murder at any point? Murder. Uh, I think they're episodes. going to murder. Uh, I think they're going to take out Larsa, and I think that they're going to try and pin it on uh, on uh, our, our everybody's favorite Parvati. Would you say they're going to try to pipin it on Parvati? They're going to try to pipin it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. And I'm trying to think. Oh, who do you think will be banished? There have already been a well, few people banished. Banishment is when they get voted out. Which oh, also, uh, Parvati. Wow, okay. Who, personally, do you want to see banished, though? Um, Not any of the people I don't know. I will say lowest on the list, though, is the guy from uh, the House of Commons, because I remember that guy. Oh, my God. It's so weird that he's Ooh, on duh. this show. <laughs> It rules. It's great. I just remember that guy like he he was like kind of an Internet celebrity outside of the UK briefly just because he would always anytime that they it's always fun seeing videos of Parliament because they like they get into um, much pettier fights than uh, the American Congress does. And so there's like a lot of times where they're just like yelling at each other and 
uh, he was the guy that would have to step in and go, order, order. And then he would say something about like, so-and-so's being like a cheeky little boy right now or something like that. Like he would always have some sort of like cutting little line. So I, I, I want to see more of that guy. So far, it feels weird for him to be there because he is the only British person, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and also, there is a Traders UK, so why wasn't he on that show? Maybe too many people yeah, would know a, him. It's a good question, for sure. I don't know. I think maybe maybe he was be, he'd be more under the radar on this one. Maybe that's why he wanted to. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Uh, Thomas, since you're uh, since we're only talking tree leaves, tea leaves today. Oof. Um, let's move on to the next segment called Quopes Quiz. Can you tell me the name of this week's Quopes Quiz? So nasty, that is probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you could call me your majesty. Based off your personal taste buds, what's your dating app personality? Oh, stop swiping for a minute to find out. And it's from Tinder 101. Who do you think that is? The literal brand? Uh, do you the think? owner of Tinder. <laughs> a dog. The avatar's a dog. Um, 260 points, so not terribly popular. Thomas, what drink are you choosing? Diet something, lemonade, Coke, or water? I'm going to take a little bit of liberty with this and say zero sugar something. Okay. So diet, I'm taking it? No, not the diet, not the regular diet kind, the new better diet kind. Okay, I'm picking water, the real zero-sugar beverage. I knew 100% for sure that that's what you were going to pick. I've got two bevs right next to me, and one of them is water, and they're both empty, actually. So, can't wait to uh, finish recording this. Which appetizer are you choosing? Mozzarella sticks, fried pickles, onion rings, supreme nachos. This and is a tough one. There um, is actually, I, Thomas, I should say, there is actually a rule about the nachos. Um, oh sure. Well, I won't be picking them, so you don't need to worry about me okay, eating good. all of the fully loaded nachos. I'm not a big fan of nachos. I'm gonna like I've never had nachos that were that good. I agree. Uh, too much of a mess for not enough uh, pleasure of the food. I love a fried pickle, though. I'm gonna pick fried pickles. I am also picking fried pickles. Uh, it was between that and mozzarella sticks. Yeah, same. I like these quizzes because sometimes it uh, reminds me how uh, similar we are and what, how similar our upbringing was. It's true. It's like, oh, yeah, cool that's we right. Are. We grew up 50 feet from each other. Uh, which bar meal would you choose? Burger, chicken strips, chicken sandwich, wings. Wow, they really love chicken here. I mean, all four of these are good. Uh, I think I am going to go burger on this one, though. I will go with wings, I think. That's I an like appropriate wings. level of messiness for the pleasure of the food. Which noodle dish are you eating? Chicken Alfredo, spaghetti, shrimp scampi, ramen? I like a shrimp scampi. Uh, I, I hate to tell you this, but that's actually what they call you behind your back, Thomas. No. <laughs> I'm picking I'm chicken you. Alfredo. You can't call me that. <laughs> um, you say you're tall. How tall are you, if it matters? I'm six feet tall. Hmm. What is your go-to? I'm like an choice? actual six feet. I'm not. I'm not a liar, six foot guy. Yeah. If I was five eleven, I would say it. But nobody's five eleven. Uh, what is your go-to meat choice? Salmon, ribs, steak, pork chops. Ooh. Uh, man. I know what I'm picking. I'm picking salmon. Salmon's delicious. I'm very tempted. I'm gonna go with pork chops. I do love pork chops. I do. Love it was pork between chop, that and too. salmon. Um. 
For me, it was between salmon and ribs, actually. I love ribs. I Another messy food that's worth it. Um, yeah, ribs are really good. But, like, I'm not going to be making ribs. Somebody else needs to make ribs, and I am They're at involved. their function. Yeah, I have them for my, my, my birthday dinner with my parents sometimes because oh, they so make nice. a, a delicious cherry cola glazed rib. That's the nice thing about having a summer bee day, huh? That's Three right. Ribs. Uh, which restaurant are you choosing to dine at or to own? I think it's dining at. Um, so between Ooh. Olive Garden, Texas Roadhouse, Buffalo Wild Wings, and Hooters, I am going with Buffalo Wild Wings on this one. I am going to go with Hooters. I'm sorry. One thing I will say this about <laughs> Tinder 101, the user who created this, um, I do appreciate that they didn't like try to insert the images of each of these brands. They just used the colors. That we yeah, associate. that's pretty good. That's uh, that's quality quiz making, uh, quality quiz quaking. That's funny. What are you choosing for breakfast? Why are we having breakfast now? We're like halfway through the day. Waffles and bacon. Bacon. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> Waffles and bacon. Pancakes with sausage. Avocado toast. Uh, no, thank you. I want to buy a home one day. Or biscuits and gravy. Yeah, we're actually not allowed to get that because we are both homeowners. Um, so I'm going to go uh, pancakes with sausage. I'm going to go waffles with bacon. I think the little... Not a waffle guy. I, think the little I don't think I've ever fun. had a waffle I thought was that good. Here's a question for you, Thomas. A uh, genuine question. How much does the fun of a food influence your enjoyment of it? I'm about the taste, buddy. Yeah. Not a fun. I know waffles are fun, but they're not as good as pancakes, so I got to go with the pancakes. I love a fun food. Funfetti? Ugh. I wouldn't eat it because uh, I think it would destroy my stomach, but I think as a concept, it's great. You know when like a movie is bad but has a wonderful conceit, so you're like willing yes. to cut it some slack? That's how I feel about Funfetti. It's like great concept. Fun dip? Yeah, no, thank is that you. the same thing? No, it's also not a good candy. No. I remember a childhood friend of ours, uh, their little sister ate Fun Dip constantly. I was like, I've never seen such a thing. It looks disgusting. Yeah, I think I had it once and that was enough. Yeah. I'm still recovering from the one time I had it. And which dessert are you choosing? Fried ice cream, cheesecake, apple pie, tiramisu. Oh. Ooh, we got some. Wow. Uh, there's a tough choice for me to make here. This um, is a lot of good choices. I'm going fried ice cream. I think fried ice cream is a fun food. I am going to go tiramisu. Tiramisu to me is like the Pokemon evolution of cheesecake. I do love it. It was between those two for me. I do love tiramisu. Okay, so for me it says, if you are a looking for a lifetime partner user, you are a hopeless romantic who can't seem to pick the good ones out. Hopefully you find somebody soon. Well, guess what, BuzzFeed? I actually did find my spouse on a fucking dating app, so joke's on you. Thomas, what does yours say? Uh, mine is the desperate user. Uh-oh, oh, are no. you really a desperate user? Can you just not seem to pull anyone? At this point, you should just give up on finding someone and settle for anyone who comes your way. JK, well, maybe. Wow, I'm so sorry that it said that. Can put on blast by this quiz. Do you agree with its take? They're not. They're not wrong. <laughs> wow, BuzzFeed quiz actually gets it right one time. Maybe Tinder. But in my defense, I, I do put very little effort into dating apps. So, 
I uh, obviously put a lot in uh, to it. I found another really great quiz this week uh, that I almost um, I almost pushed this one to next week because the other one is so good. Uh, but maybe we'll do that one next week. Um, anyway, tell us what's your bluesky.com presence. You can follow me at tom.tom.bsky.social. Um, the only fun survivor podcast is on blue sky as well at only fun survivor social or on YouTube. The only fun survivor podcast. It upsets people that we appreciate fun. We're the fun fetty of this podcast realm. Uh, here's a comment from, uh, last week we, uh, posted a clip, um, called the only defense against the nudity strategy. Do you remember this bit that we w- were talking about last week? When Dave got uh, naked in the in the challenge. Oh yeah, yep. Uh, somebody said solid points. I agree. Made me laugh. Ha ha. Keep her up. Now that's not exactly. Wow, this is the closest anyone has gotten to our preferred comment. So thank you. Yeah, that's a, that was a good comment. I appreciated that. But it's not exactly what we want you to write. Again, thank you for writing that. Um, but it was very much in the spirit of what we want, though. But we're not talking about Survivor Ghost Island. This is Survivor China. Uh, what can people comment on YouTube if they don't have uh, they something They can comment, ha, 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 very funny, smiley mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, I know we're going to bring up the previous poll results. Do you remember what I said I wanted the poll to be for this? No, that's your job. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I was like, I won't be forgetting. I'm bringing this up so I don't forget. And then I 100% forgot. Um I'll, I'll, I'll try to listen back and try to find it uh, if we don't remember by the end of this episode. Our last poll on YouTube asked Jean Robert, creep or cool guy? What do you think the results were? I, I would, would hope that more people would say creep. 50% said creep. 50% said cool guy. Wow. Um, what was the poll about? Biblical? Was it about calling your date biblical? I don't think so, but we could always make it about that in a pinch. Would uh, you say would you say that the romance between uh, Jamie and Eric was biblical? <laughs> yes, no, who can say? Um, okay, what about the end of the show? We have some shows on Patreon.com that anybody can listen to at any time. Do you want to shout any of them out? Oh! It is football season. We were talking about the Detroit Lions. Talked a lot about Tim Robinson this week, If you want to get a last minute, uh, did you watch football? Now would be the time to pay up. Yep. We're going to talk all about the Detroit Lions. Um, And we might actually do that. So give us the money and we'll do it. (laughs) There we go. That's how you get people to give you money. Yeah, give me the loot. Give me the loot, please. Uh, thank you for listening. Fans of the show, Thomas, did you want to say thank you as well? Thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening. And what can people write on Apple Reviews if they don't want to um, write the YouTube comments? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And what about um, the number of stars they should leave? Five stars only. Thank you. Uh, that would be great if anybody did that. Um, in the meantime, you know, Eric said it earlier this week. So why don't we all have a great summer? Deuces. Deuces.
San Francisco Friday Winders game was uh, was on. It was about to come on, and I was like, I probably, I don't know, but maybe I'll join that one, you know, when I get to it. I kind of want to watch the end of this Pistons game, and then I thought about it, and I was like, they're going to lose this game. I don't need to see that. And I was right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Incredible stuff. I think they should invest in defense. That's my take. All basketball teams should invest more in defense. When you Summer watch them, do you go like the All Stars game now. Defense. Yeah, and they don't even listen to me. They're like, can you, <laughs> "Sir, can you please be quiet? We're trying to play a game here." That'd be a really funny bit to just be like <laughs> at home. Like you could do a good sketch about that, where like somebody on a team, like the fans are cheering for him super loud, and they just go get really offended by it. Hey, guys, we're trying to concentrate. I don't yell at you when you're at your job, okay? So how about you guys keep it down? I'm trying to work here. Yeah. Follow up. They they come into their office job, the whole team. Like, type, type, type. Type it. That's That would be funny, too. That would also crowd. be pretty, yeah, to do, to do chants about, uh, like, yeah. an office job. Yeah. The admin work. So you know what that sounds that like? Report. That sounds like... It sounds like progressive should hire us, because that's absolutely... Maybe Flo's leading some some chants about people. Oh my people. god! If I we could get Flo on this podcast, imagine <laughs> the numbers we would do. Stephanie Courtney, Stephanie Courtney. No, uh, I don't want Stephanie Courtney like a, on the podcast. Yeah, okay, you don't. No, it's got to be Flo. Gotta see Flo. Do we have um? We should do uh, insurance salespeople mascots for a simulated season. Ooh, I like Flo, that. Geico Gecko, Gecko. Geico, the caveman, now that he's back. Oh my god, the three cave... Oh, the caveman is back? Yeah, they used him uh, in a commercial, yeah. And, like, the joke of the commercial is that he thinks that they were doing a documentary about him, but it turns out it's a documentary about the Geico, and he was just a talking head in it. Oh, that's fun. I do love ads for insurance. It makes me go, oh, I should buy insurance. What a good <laughs> yeah, I don't deal. have enough. I need more. Smarten up, probes.